Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Drew. Welcome to the Let's Venture podcast. Here, we celebrate the wins, learn from the losses, and teach you tools to propel your small business forward. From feeling stuck in my healthcare career to creating a thriving photography business. To Molly poaching me for my corporate job. We're here to teach you how to build the small business of your dreams. Each week, you'll find yourself feeling motivated, encouraged, and in good company. That's us. So grab your drink of choice. And let's venture. Welcome back to another episode of the Let's Venture podcast. Today, we are going to be deep diving into how to take time off as an entrepreneur. Now, I know this could feel a little overwhelming, but hang with us because taking time off isn't black and white. So today we have broken it down into three major points and the last one just might surprise you. Before we start, Molly, I got a real important question for you. Okay, hit me. What time is it? What? It is 11.01 a.m. It's five o'clock somewhere. That means... Oh! my gosh, somebody <laughs> hand this man a margarita. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's time to take some time off. I'll yes. tell you what. Well, to take time off, there's one overarching theme that has to happen. You have to make a plan. So today, like I mentioned earlier, we've broken that down into three major points. So without further ado, grab your margaritas and let's dive in. Margaritas are essential for that. Oh my goodness. All right, Drew, why don't you kick <laughs> us off with the first major point? All right. So the first essential part of your plan is having a solid process. You know I love a good process. Oh, so of course, you love a good process. This is something we could not leave out. And you know, the reason this is so important is because you have to think through, how is my business going to continue forward while I step away? This is one of the main things that I would struggle with when I first started to take time off as an entrepreneur. I would try to take time off. You know, I had a vacation planned and the day before the vacation, I would have this epiphany and be sent into a panic because I realized, I had no processes or plan in place to ensure that the business would be okay while I stepped away. And this ended up leading me to working on vacations. Drew, do you remember we would be on vacation, wake up, have our coffee, and then I would just say, I need like five minutes to check email. And that five minutes turned into an hour, two hours, three hours. Yeah, I do. It was actually kind of frustrating. Yeah, I can totally see how it was frustrating. And I think that's why... It took five years to kind of figure out how to take time off and truly step away from work. So Drew, why don't you kind of break down how can you make a process for when you are taking time off? Absolutely. So you need process to accomplish a few things. You need, if you have a team, to set them up for success. You can accomplish this through standard operating procedures or SOPs. Are we in a corporate meeting? <laughs> no, but it makes sense, right? <laughs> no, it totally does. I'm just giving you trouble. Yeah. So Molly, can you share some examples of standard operating procedures? Totally. So I'm just going to give a really simple one. And you know, let's say that your company, you put out a blog post each week and you're going to be taking two weeks off of work. So in order for that blog post or those blog posts to still go live while you're away, you need to make sure that there's a process in place so that everyone knows their responsibility. So, you know, this could be a process that you use when you're in the office, when you are working, but you need to make sure that the parts of the process that you're responsible for, whether that be pushing publish on the blog or writing the blog, that it is assigned to someone else while you're away. Almost think of this like sub notes if you were a teacher. Yeah. Or maybe you're a company that sells physical product and you have a warehouse operation, right? Does the team know how to fulfill and ship accordingly if you're going to take orders while you're out, right? Right. By ensuring you have those standard operating procedures in place, you know the team knows what to do. It's like a sub plan in school, right? Right. This is asking the team to do something outside of their regular responsibilities while you're gone. 
Totally. You know, and if you don't have a team or, you know, just making processes like this doesn't seem realistic to you, another way you can do things where you can do this on its own or blend it with the one we just talked about is you can create automation for things to run. With or without a team. Yeah, with or without a team. So the first thing you could do that could be an automation is set an auto reply. So this is going to give you peace of mind and also create clear communication to your clients that, hey, I'm out of the office right now. And this is when you can expect a reply back. But what I'm going to do is challenge you to go kind of above and beyond with your auto reply. You know, the common auto reply says, hi, at this time, I'm out of the office until blank. But what if you made an auto reply that did say that you were out of the office when they can expect for you to reply to them, but then also gave them value. So after you explain, I'm out of the office, this is when you can expect for me to reply to your email. What if you then said, in the meantime, here are some resources that I think might be helpful for you. Or in case this helps, here are the most frequently asked questions that we get inquiries about. But just adding something that can still add value to them through automation is a great way that you can keep your client experience a top notch. That's amazing that you can add value without even being there. Right. It's really it's really cool how you can use that for your benefit. Totally. The next thing you could automate is social media. So within Facebook, you if you have a product page, public page, you can actually schedule posts. And then in Instagram, there are some accounts they are allowing to schedule posts within the app, but it's kind of weird of which profiles have that and which don't. So if you're- Classic Instagram, doesn't make sense. I know. So there are some apps though, like Later, where you can schedule posts and they will post automatically. What's that app called? Later. Later, okay. But this way you can batch work all those posts. So it will just continue to post while you're away. So things are still running and you're still able to serve your clients in that way. The last thing you could automate is marketing emails. So for us, we use what's called Flowdesk. You may be familiar with things like MailChimp. And what you can do is schedule emails so you are still serving your clients while you are not in the office. You could even drive a sale while you're away. Just be sure if you do drive sales or promote anything, there is somebody there to be able to receive that communication or there's an auto reply set up so that that person knows when you will be responding. So if you're going to communicate outwardly, be ready to receive communication back. Yes, exactly. That makes sense. The third way we want to talk about taking time off and using process to help you take time off is if you're fully stepping away. So if you fully plan to to completely step away from your business, right? You need to ensure that you clearly communicate this from your website to social media. It needs to be crystal clear that no one will respond or ship anything or respond to any inquiries for a select amount of time. The customer or client or potential client needs to know when you're going to be back, though, so that they can expect a clear response when they need it. Right. So just to kind of recap, that was a lot about process in a short amount of time. We just covered three ways that you could create process in your business for when you're taking time off. You can make standard operating procedures. You could create automation for your team to use, or if you don't have a team, automation that runs on its own, or you could decide to fully step away. But even when you're fully stepping away, you have to create that process of there will be a post on my website, my Instagram, all of those things. And we want to point out too, you don't have to pick one of these three to move forward with. You can blend them. Bottom line is you have to decide what you want your customer experience to be while you're on vacation. And you must tailor a process accordingly to match that. That's so good. It's all about the customer in the end, right? And right. making sure they experience a clear communication of 
this is what I'm going to get from this company right now while you're out. Because on your end, you can decide, I want to step away and my customer has no idea that I've stepped away, you Mm -hmm. know? So that's going to go to having automation and SOPs for your team. Or you may decide, I need to fully step away and I'm going to let my customer in on that. And so that's that action of like making it crystal clear on your website and your social media so that anyone can know that. All right, Drew. So that's the first main point. Let's dive into the second one. And this is one I'm excited for you to geek out on. So let's talk through budget. Yeah. So when you're creating a plan for your small business during that period of time, you'll be away, right? One major thing to think about is obviously budget, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the word cost here. So one major thing to think about is the cost. What's the cost to your business during that period of time you're gone? Is it more or is it less than normal times? How do you figure this cost out? I'm glad you asked. I was wondering. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. So earlier, well, just now, Molly talked about the bottom line of the process piece of taking time off. You have to decide what you want your customer experience to be, whatever that is, right? If it's the same as it normally is, or if it's different, will it cost more or less as the normal times that you are in office? So it could cost more when you have to hire help or pay someone overtime to cover for the tasks you're doing. It could cost less if you pause all operations during your time away, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, that totally makes sense. Okay. So this goes into how will this time off or your time off affect your revenue? This is the second piece. Okay. In other words, what is the cost of the loss in revenue? Can the company continue to drive revenue at the same pace as normal? Will sales pause while you're out? Be honest with yourself here. If you aren't, you could overestimate your revenue and have to play catch up more than you planned when you come back. I think this is such an important point, Drew, of being honest with yourself because this reminds me when we went to Thailand a few years ago and I did not budget for taking time off. And I wasn't honest with myself of how this would affect my revenue. Mm. And so, you know, about four days into vacation, I'm enjoying myself. I haven't checked my email. And then I remember it just kind of turned into, oh my gosh, I'm just randomly taking a few weeks off. I didn't tell anyone I was taking time off. And if I get an inquiry, I, I couldn't book them because I'm on vacation. And I, I just wasn't honest with myself of how this would affect revenue. And that in turn affected when we were taking time off. Like my mind wasn't able just to relax. I was you know, just constantly thinking about, oh my gosh, is my business going to go out of business or how am I going to meet my revenue goals? Things like that. So I really love that you pointed that out of, you have to be honest with yourself of how this is going to affect your revenue. Absolutely. And setting a plan for what revenue is going to do or what you think it's going to do, i.e. a forecast. Right. Talk about that in a couple other podcasts. So the final part of the cost piece is how you're going to pay yourself. So are you going to pay yourself the same amount while you're gone? Obviously, as an entrepreneur, we don't have a PTO allotment, right? Right. We can just take time off when we want to, but will that change your pay? If you listen to Podcast 3 on paying yourself first, you know that I'm not a fan of changing your pay just because you think it'll be easier on your business during that time off, right? Right. It won't be. Pay yourself the same amount and keep this factor steady. That totally makes sense. So you're kind of saying, you kind of err on the side of even if you're taking time off, make a plan so that your pay won't change when you're taking time off. So in a way, you're kind of giving yourself PTO. Totally. Because did your rent change while you're taking time off? Uh, That's such a good point. Did your expenses for your kiddo change? No, they probably stayed the same. Planning to not pay yourself while you're taking time off will just mean you have to 
make it up when you come back. That makes sense. That's way more stressful than just planning to keep it steady. That kind of makes me think about too, let's say your business is like service-based. So you only get paid if you show up. So if you know you're going on vacation in a way, Drew, would you agree with like creating a plan so that maybe the six months leading up to when you're going to take a week off, you take on like one extra thing here and there so that you almost like have money saved. So when you take that time off, you're con- you're able to pay yourself the same amount because you've like created a savings account for PTO essentially. Totally. So that leads me into my kind of final point. Okay. The next step is to take your financial or make your financial plan according to the factors above. So cost of the planned customer experience, cost of potential revenue changes, or cost of paying yourself while you're out. So combine all those together. Obviously, that's a lot of planning. Like you said, Molly, you could start earlier and do some extra gigs in a service-based business in order to save up that money to pay yourself while you're out. You could set up a streamlined SOP from earlier if you're a product-based business to ensure that orders can still be shipped while you're gone. Yeah, that makes sense. Obviously, this takes a lot of planning. But as a small business owner with great power comes great responsibility. Yes, I just quoted Spider-Man. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But seriously, if you plan your business finances accordingly, planning for the added expense of hiring a person to cover for you, like I said, or planning for the revenue dip while you're out, or planning for your salary to remain the same, you'll be able to take time off without worrying that your business will run out of cash or you'll have a surprise bill while you get home. I designed a free money management guide that takes you through the basics of planning revenue and expenses. It's a great place to start implementing what I just talked about. So go check it out on our website. It's at let's-venture.com slash money-management-guide. And I'll put the link below in the show notes. And as someone who is an entrepreneur and money management is not my strength, I can assure you this guide is going to help you if that sounds like you as well. So this guide that Drew created is essentially what we use here at Let's Venture to manage our finances. And it has transformed the way that I see money in a small business world. So hats off to you, Drew. It's a good guide. Oh, thanks. All right. So the last point of creating a plan, and this one might surprise you, is boundaries. You have to set up intentions and boundaries so that you can follow through on this plan. You know, you could create this entire plan and you have SOPs set up and you have budgeted for it, all these things. You're like, cool, I'm ready to go on vacation. But if you don't take time to sit down and say, what are my intentions? What are my boundaries while I'm away? It's going to be really, really hard to turn off that entrepreneur, small business side of your mind to fully relax and step away. But maybe like stepping away fully isn't what you want to do. You need to intentionally choose how you want to step away. Here's a few prompts to get you started on this. The first thing you need to do is you need to decide on how much you want to work while you're gone. Yes, you can work while you're on vacation. So, you know, maybe you decide, I want to check my email for 10 minutes a day, or I want to reply to social media comments for 10 minutes a day. If that gives you peace of mind and helps you just check in with your business and then be able to fully unplug, do it. You have to decide what boundaries make the most sense to you. Do you do that? I've started doing that. So, you know, a few years ago, I didn't do that. Like Mm. when we went to Thailand, no plan, no boundaries, no intentions. And you ended up getting sucked into doing work right. a lot of times during yeah. the day. Yeah, absolutely. And so over time, I've really started to create intentions. And something I've challenged myself to do, and I want to challenge our listeners to do, is create this boundary or these intentions before you take time off and stick to them. So you might realize like two or three days into this time off, you're like, whoa, this isn't working. This isn't how I want to do it. 
I really want to encourage you though, like you sat down and made those boundaries and tensions prior, stick to them because you had created a plan and allow yourself just to follow through with that plan. And then take some time to reflect after your vacation and see what went well, what didn't. And then so you know the next time you go on vacation, you can adjust your boundaries and intentions accordingly. For us who need, like me, who need a tangible example, can you give us a tangible example of like deciding how much work you want to do while you're gone? Say you have like a seven-day vacation. Totally. So for Drew and I, we are headed to go visit our friends in Denver here in a few weeks. And I've already started making my boundaries and intentions for how I want to work while I'm away. So I found for myself, fully shutting off work for an extended period of time doesn't work for my brain. I had tried that in the past. I tried to take an entire week off and it actually was a little miserable for me. For my brain and the way that I work, I actually learned that it's best if I create boundaries and intentions that are realistic where I can check in on work. So while we're in Denver, here are a few of my intentions. I'm going to bring my laptop and I'm going to check my email and social media, things like that for a max of 20 minutes a day. So that's kind of my intention. And after I hit that 20 minutes, I'm going to shut my laptop and turn it off. I am not going to check my email on my phone. I'm going to delete that app on my phone while we're there because I know myself and I know that if I have email access on my phone, I'm going to totally exceed that 20 minutes. So that's something that you know you can stick to, but also something you know won't make you stressed out. Right. One other thing I'm going to do is I am going to set an automatic reply for all of my clients for my email directly. Even though this trip is only four days long and it's essentially the entire weekend, I get a lot of inquiries on the weekends commonly. That's when people are mm. you know, planning their weddings, things like that. And so I am going to set that automatic reply so that if I do get an email and it's one that's going to take me a good chunk of time to respond, I can rest assured knowing okay, they asked a really important question, but they know that I'm stepped away for right now. I do not have to stress about sitting down and zoning in for 45 minutes to respond to that email. So it's a good way to combine processes to set that up for success. Totally, totally. All right, another way that you can set intentions and boundaries is have ways that you can ground yourself. So I don't know about you, Drew, but I know that when I set intentions or boundaries or goals, you know, when I'm setting them, I'm like, oh, this is going to be amazing. I've got like my tea next to me. I've got a whole vibe, like a candle going. But when the rubber hits the road, you know, sometimes it's really hard to stick to them. And so I found that having ways to ground yourself can be a really good way of just kind of recentering yourself, taking a deep breath and being like, okay, I can do this. Mm. So what I'm going to challenge you guys to do is to write three reminders that you can use to remind yourself that the work has been done and the plan is in place. You can write these three reminders down on note cards and bring them with you, or you could create a daily reminder in your phone so that it pops up. So if you kind of know, I know right around 2 p.m., my brain is going to start like going all things small business, set a reminder in your phone that comes up at 1.30 and is like, take a deep breath, you have done the work and the plan is in place. Relax, you earned this time off or you enjoy this time off, that type mm, of thing. That's that's really good. I remember the first time I learned, I taught myself about grounding myself. Yeah. I, I When I worked for uh, Mir, I would go to China a lot and we were in a period of hyper growth during this time when I, when I traveled to China and I actually went a couple of times alone. Yeah. And that stress of being in a foreign country by yourself, no one speaks your language, right? It's it was so stressful and the grounding of myself to look around and think about tangible things that were around me and peace in repeating to myself 
this is who you are. You're going to be okay. You know how to go get the job done. You are capable. Things like that. It was so helpful. It's powerful. It truly is. And you think it's like kind of out there a little bit, but it's not. Yeah. The Midwest in us is like, that's woo woo, but it is not. It is so essential. It really does help you understand who you are and and be able to get through what you're doing. Totally. Especially because you've put so much work in to get to this point to take time off. And let's be real, as entrepreneurs, we don't take time off usually until we really need to. Mm. So honor that for yourself. Make sure that you have ways that you can truly step away. Recharge so that you can come back and ready to go. Yeah, totally. Drew, why don't you talk a little bit about kind of having access to tools that could maybe make you fall away from like sticking to your plan of taking time off. Totally, totally. So you will have access during your vacation, right? You'll have access to email or Slack and you have to have the discipline to follow those intentions like Molly talked about. Right. So maybe setting screen limits for certain apps or maybe fully deleting certain apps. You have to decide what feels right for you, right? Because like for Molly's case, she needs 20 minutes of access to that email. Maybe she can set a screen limit for 20 minutes so that she holds herself accountable to being able to not look at those things. Totally. And I will be the first to say like, Drew, something I love about you is you're extremely disciplined and you can really stick to that. I am not as disciplined when it comes to social media in my email. And so there's two things that we've had to implement into my phone, actually just for daily life and while we're away. One is screen limits. So you can actually set screen time limits for your app. So for like Instagram, it's 20 minutes a day. And once I hit my screen time limit, there's actually a passcode that has to be entered to get more time. And Drew has the passcode. So I think it's literally under like parental controls. It sounds kind of childish. And yes, it is under parental controls. But at the same time, if you know you won't be able to control yourself, yeah, setting that limit is actually super helpful. Yeah. And one other thing that I recently learned about is this app called OneSec. And stop what you're doing, download this app. Because what it does is it essentially, every time I try to open Instagram, it goes to OneSec and it makes me take a big deep breath It like does the little deep breath with you on the screen. Mm. And then it says, you have tried to open Instagram X amount of times in the past 24 hours. And then it gives you two prompts. It says, I do not want to open Instagram really big and like a pretty button. And then below it, it says, I do want to open Instagram. And this has been really helpful for me because when I'm stressed or just like need a break, I will like mindlessly open Instagram to scroll. And it takes, you know, five seconds for you to even have the prompt to open Instagram and then in those five minutes and doing that deep breath, it makes me check in with myself and be like, yeah, I actually, I don't want to open Instagram right now. I really just need to go on a walk and like step away from a screen. You want to know something funny? Is what? To my point earlier about deciding what feels right for you. Yeah. That works really well for you, right? One totally. Sec. I downloaded one sec. It has been embarrassingly bad. Wait, really? <laughs> oh yeah. I feel like shamed every time I open oh, it. No. It's like you tried to op- open Instagram and I look at the number and I'm like, Oh, that many times in the last 24 but hours? But then you push like, I don't want to open Instagram. I've literally Insta- put, I don't push, I don't want to open Instagram maybe twice. That's okay. But- it's, see, I'm being <laughs> just vulnerable and open yeah, here. Yeah, totally. That did not work for me. And I'm probably going to have to set a screen limit or delete Instagram. When we go on our vacation. Right. In order to follow those intentions of what I want to do. Well, we will get our tea and set our moody music <laughs> and make our intentions and goals for Come that on. trip. Yes. I love it. I love it. Okay. So what's the last part of boundaries? Yeah. The last part is having accountability. So, you know, it's really great to make boundaries and intentions. And when you keep them to yourself, it's really easy to break them too. Mm. So we're going to challenge you to have someone 
there to hold you accountable. Now, this can be the person on vacation with you if you're going with other people, or if you don't really want it to be that person, it could be a friend that could just check in with you every day to send you a text. Hey, just want to see how you're doing. I know it's hard to take time away. Or it could be a teammate on your team. You could even have them send you, if it would make you feel better, a note every day in Slack that says, hey, I hope you're enjoying your vacation. I wanted to let you know things are running as usual here and there's nothing to stress about. We're looking forward to like seeing you when you get back. You know, if that would just help you have peace of mind of like, okay, I don't need to like create some crazy like what if scenario in my head about work you know, have that teammate check in. Or if you just need someone to like check in with you and being like, hey, how's it going? And someone you can be honest with, that's a great way to keep yourself accountable. And I want to be open here. Accountability is a vulnerable thing to ask, Yeah, right? You're giving yourself up to someone else checking on what you're doing. That's really tough. And I, I want to know, I want you to know that that challenge is worth it though. And it is worth your mental health and sanity too, as you go on vacation. Totally. So there you have it how to take time off as an entrepreneur. We hope this episode was helpful for you and it shed light on ways that you can separate life and work. Taking time off is essential to being the best you for not only your business, but for yourself. If you love this episode, please take two seconds and give us a five-star rating and hit that subscribe button. And if you want to learn more about Let's Venture, you can head to our website, lets-venture.com, where you'll find free resources, blogs, and more. And finally, if you're looking for a place to connect with other entrepreneurs who may be also trying to take time off, we have a private Facebook group just for that. Head to lets-venture.com slash Facebook to join that group. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next week. I vote we plan a vacation after taking that. Oh my gosh, I agree. Europe is calling our name. Let's go. (laughs) 